Hello and welcome to another edition of the world's most famous podcast, Robots for Eyes. Yeah, we're the best podcast in the world called Robots for Eyes. Yes, we are. We're the only number one, we're the only one. You know, like football chanters when they go, there's only one. Stevie, whatever, you know what I mean? But usually, sometimes there's usually two or three, <laughs> so it's a lie, so, yeah. But we probably are the only podcast called Robots for I Eyes. I think we are. So Pretty sure. I think we would have found another one. Should we, uh, p- um, can we copyright it? Yeah, someone needs to set something up with a slight And then variation. someone else can do it and we can sue the fuck out of them. So we might as well jump in at the deep end then. Good. Today I'm, go- I'm going on a stag dudes as well today, so <laughs> yeah. so this is like my pre pre drink pre drinks. So the, these drinks are from uh, Ruben and George. They yes. sent them last week, but we did obviously the seven a.m. podcast. So that would have been a bit mental, unless we were out all night before. Then it yeah, fair enough. Fine. That'd be the wind down drink, wouldn't it? So Rob's off out tonight with the lads on a boozy one, and uh, we're drinking Ruben and George's uh, drink, the <sighs> the world famous. Snake bite, <laughs> yeah, the super snake bite. So it's Tyski beer yeah. or lager, sorry, yeah, Polish lager, say. and Thatcher's gold Somerset cider, both coming in at around five percent. Yeah, nice. And what we're doing is, um, because I reckon, I reckon the best way to make a snake bite is probably the cider first, then the beer. Okay. All um, right. and I and then the um blackcurrant stuff because I reckon you'll get less fizz at the top. Well, there's actually thing right as well. I'm, I'm, we're kind of like it, Tom's doing half cider and I'm doing the half beer, but this is part of the experiment, I uh, suppose. Yeah, good point. Yeah, we can try. So I don't know the ratios. Half and half, really. Well, we've got to put the Ribena in. So yeah, is it okay. 45, 45, yeah. 10, something like that. Whatever. Just, <laughs> just pour it in, man. <laughs> it's a fucking snake bite, Tom. Shut up. <laughs> it's it's a shuttle bar. launch. It's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay, so I've I've put the beer in. Let's have a get the old lager in there. You see, I think I think I was right. You got to do the cider first because look, this is the problem you get, and no one else can see this, but yeah. you get like a, a massive head. You do get well. It's not really a problem that. <laughs> no, my head's usually massive anyway. But <laughs> no, right. but it's it's yeah. So you got to go cider first because now I've got to wait while you can drink, which is gonna look annoy me. That, that's savage, right? So okay, let's hang on. Tastes like my youth. So that's without the Ribena. Should we go for the Ribena as well? Yeah, you gotta. That's what you was there for. You know what I mean? Oh, good noise! Me? Sound like a can, like a like a proper bottle or something. Ribena for our international listeners is just a uh, fruit concentrate, it's like a black currant juice. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It is. Is it black currant? I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's just like a. Yeah, it looks like a mental cocktail. Yeah, what it is? It looks like it'll tell you. Yeah, it looks like something like a sex on the beach like that. (laughs) It's not one of those. No, I suppose we better take a picture of this so everyone can see it. Yeah. It'd be rude not to, wouldn't it? Okay. I'm still trying to sort mine out because you see, I was right. Cider first, all the way. Oh yeah, but look at that though. That head looks really good. Yeah, I suppose for eyes it looks good. Your pint looks much better than mine. Mm, yeah, but it's about speed in my eyes of <laughs> pouring it and drinking it. Let's have a go then. No, let's. We sticking it on the page. I could get on with that. Yeah. You see, that's a, we've got. I've got a problem now. It's it's like um, a summer drink, isn't it? I've as got well. a serious problem. That this is actually <laughs> we know that really good, yeah. Well, it always is. Snake bites are that's the problem with them. I think I'm that's why people eight cans of cider and eight cans of Tyski on it. That's why people drink them, and then it just also happens to absolutely fuck you up. Yeah, Hannah's coming back from France now. She's probably flying over us as we speak. Uh, she's going to come back to a mess. <laughs> yeah, yep, definitely. That's all right, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. More of that, please. So, have you lit the fuse now for your stag do? Is that it? 
I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be good. I you mean, can't leave your van here. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. No, fuck it. I drive a pedestrians. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Absolutely not. No way. Uh, shout outs. Yes, let's do that. Sorry, that was a bit of a rambling on about no, how we poured beer. Cheers, boys, for these drinks, by the way. We've got um, a big Dave Ailes giving us uh, a drop that I showed you in the in the, uh, in the the fridge. Yeah. But we'll do that next. I spoke to him. I didn't want him to think that we were just drinking his beer and fucking him off. So um, next week we'll have that, mate. But Yeah, because this is what we try and do, don't we? If, if someone sends it, it's us. It, we will drink it on air sort of thing. Yeah, man. Cool. So, so um, yeah, Jim White. Jim White. Um, he is um, Jim White. Isn't he a, a snooker player? Well Jim be. White I think he actually is I might, might be wrong uh, I don't really know mate. I don't know not fact knows. I'm just going to say he's a fat snooker player okay well that's fair enough he can be Spice Hannah Kelly um, so Hannah Kelly yeah um, she is well that just, that's just that got porn star I know we've done it before <laughs> but that's got porn star isn't it <laughs> yeah Hannah, Ke- Hannah, oh, look, Hannah, Hannah Kelly see it's kicking in already right this podcast is going to have a load of ru- we were just talking at the end it's going to have a load of Russian names in I might just skip him and say a dude instead because this snake bite is going to... just give him the English names. Dave, Gary, yeah. the matter. Everyone's going to be called Gary. <laughs> <laughs> the, the arseholes will be called Gary. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's a shortage of Gary's. They're going to run out. Good. You heard about that? Did you see it? No one likes Gary's. We've got to bring back Gary. Bring back Gary. It's, it's going to fade away into obscurity and then disappear and Gary's will become extinct. Drinking it Along be. with Barry's. But it can't really get extinct because it can be pulled up from anywhere. Yeah, but I mean... Technically, the, technically, ex- you know, I suppose you could do that with... Animals these days, they can say they're ex- extinct, but if you've got the DNA, they can can't they can make them now, can't they? Yeah. Do you see that group of snails that were thought to be extinct like 50 years ago and they found this rogue tribe of them down an alleyway in like Puerto Rico or something? No. And they've brought them back from the, the brink. They reckon that this little group of them chilling down this alleyway behind a restaurant were the only ones. And they've over the, over the course of X amount of years, they've got their population back up to something like 50,000 now, and they're just distributing that. Brilliant. Don't fuck around. What a great Th- story. There was a, something about ants as well, funny enough. Um, can't beat an ant. No, you can't beat an ant story. About, um, they thought they were wiped out, this certain species of ant, and they found some um, literally in between like a, a motorway and like a fucking um, just side roads, just... And it's like the reckon it's the only one. They were like, ah, block them, protect them. Yeah, the you know UN I mean? comes in, yeah, 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 yeah. no fly zone. Yeah, yeah, close off the road. What's happened? Someone been killed? No, there's some ants there. Well, come on. <laughs> yeah, just pave over them. Yeah, yeah. So gotta be, there's got to be more, like... Of course like, there are. There, there, has there, to be. I, there, I think a lot of... The, I think, okay, maybe it's the bigger animals and stuff, uh, um, they probably can say extinct, but well, it's not all of them, because they do find sh- like shit in the woods, don't they? Oh, fucking hell, they're, they're still the there. Yeah. They've been gone for 25 years, and some like some Indonesian goat thing pops out from nowhere, and yeah. they go, oh, yeah, I mean, they're not gone. There's what? fucking millions of them that, that hill, you know what I mean? Like Sasquatch. But yeah, real. but like things like insects and stuff, I imagine it's harder for them to fucking clock that down and go, hang on a yeah. second. When you look at like how unless rich st- life is in a rainforest, you're like, it's, that can't be the only. Unless they stick trackers on them all. Unless, what, unless I mean, come on, man. The chances of, yeah, the chances of that, that, that group of snails chilling behind a, uh, in an know. alleyway behind a restaurant and they're not being in a rainforest. Don't know, I'm not having that. No, neither am I. I'm not having it at all. Not Next shout it. out then. Hannah, you're a, you're a porn star apparently. <laughs> that, that was right, that was a right rant <laughs> after that. You're a snail. <laughs> you're a snail and person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what is it? What is the uh, an expert in snails called? Snailologist. Snail-ologist. I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, Anthony Lloyd. Lloyd. Well, it's just double L, isn't it, Lloyd? Um. Oh yeah, Lloyd. Oh, so <laughs> I thought you meant actually meant Lloyd. I was like, it sounds like a boxer, Lloyd. But Wait, no, 
Um, Andrew, and, um, I'm going to say he's um, a hairdresser. Did I say Andrew Lloyd? I think, no, I, I might have just said that. I don't know. It's, it's Anthony, Anthony Lloyd. No, I think I just said Andrew because I instantly forgot. That's all right. This night bike's fucking me up already. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> I reckon um, hairdresser. That can be it sounds, it sounds like, you know, one of these punsy hairdressers. <laughs> Anthony Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. It does, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, <Okay>. mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Ten years of graft getting this here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate Graham. Kate Graham. Um, uh, hmm. <laughs> You're just going to go, she's a porn star. She's a porn star. <laughs> no. Kate Graham. I d- um. Sounds like a baker. Like a, a celebrity cook. What do you call those people who um uh um archaeologists? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. One of those. That's what I'm going with. She's like Indiana Jones's sidekick. She's the one who goes. Secret. This pot's from 1204 <laughs> AD. It's amazing. It was made by Gary. Yeah. Before they were extinct in 2012. <laughs> yeah. No way. Got to bring the Gary's back, no. man. This. I tell you what. Last night I was in the garden having a couple of drinks. You see me? I was rubbing my wrist. Then some fucking mosquito bastard bit me. And it's killing my wrist, like it's proper swelling. Yeah, you get yeah, well? yeah. I was it's hot. Yeah, I was out last night. It's oh about eleven God. o'clock, digging, as you do. Um, is this something you want? <laughs> yeah. Where's Kath? Don't become an episode. <laughs> Where's Kath? At the allotments. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually at the allotment digging. It's eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Like, to be fair, it was the longest night last night. No, yeah, the yeah. shortest night, the longest day. So the theory was about four, two hours of darkness. Whatever that means, yeah. Just, just stayed open. Stayed Summer open. Stayed light as long as it possibly could, couldn't it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Daniel Green, nice for the iTunes review, mate. Very kind of you. And we need to as well give a bit of a a uh, a remote hug to Louise, Louise Rackley, Rackley the Rackerizer. Oh, the, the tit inspector. The tit inspector. <laughs> yeah, is I wasn't going to go she there. She's not going to be looking at tits anymore for a bit. Not for a bit because uh, apparently she was may or may not have been a little bit drunk in in London and uh, fell down an escalator on <laughs> London Bridge Underground Station. And snapped her kneecap in half. Like, how, how and I'm f- not joking. I mean, in half. Well, that's cool. Imagine. Well, it's not cool. But what I mean is, imagine if you. How pissed were you? That's the thing. You know what I mean. And when you hit the bottom, do you try and get up and you can't, or do you just get up because you no, can't? You you're pissed. I don't think. Did you get up? Let us know if you got up. Um, yeah, because because some, sometimes the, I think beer sometimes, or it's not beer, being drunk brings out like the superhuman in people. Because sometimes. Mm. Sometimes it's it's like they're unaware. Like it's like they shouldn't be able to walk, but they can get up and walk still. Like, like when a, like a cat a cat gets smacked by a car and it runs off, even though it's, it's compound fractured, yeah, all four legs. Yeah, yeah all le- all four legs are broken in like four hundred places. But <laughs> it can still move. Yeah. Well, she um yeah, Jack sent a picture and the, the bruise, like the picture of the bruise that he sent, said happened within a minute. Like it just came up straight away, and it looked. Oh, Jack was was Jack with her then? Yeah, at the time? yeah. It's probably laughing. You pushing her down the, <laughs> the escalator? <laughs> them escalators are savage. If it's one of them yeah, ones yeah. on the underground, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like just. You might as well. You know, like the uh, old terrace houses where the steps are like really close and yeah. they're really steep. Yeah, it's like that, isn't? Aren't they? They're about thirty meters long and they go down at about a sixty degree angle. Yeah, so you if you well fell from the top one, you probably wouldn't you touch well any others until you hit the bottom. You might as well just have a bloke at the top and they go. There is an escalator there. Really, let's have a look. <laughs> Push them off the edge. There's loads of like um, twats on YouTube trying to like surf the banisters down them. When you watch some of them guys go an absolute cropper. Like, oh. what are you doing? What what possessed you? If you see, I mean, I'm assuming it's one of them the same style escalators, but. Fuck me, man. Savage. So yeah, you can get some damage off that, can't you? Yeah. So. Well, you can snap an ear off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, apparently so. We definitely know that can happen. We can. Hang on. 
Is that nice? It's really nice. It is, isn't it? I've already dropped half of mine. So keep going, mate. You've got another like eight cans or something to get through if you want it. I might drop an ice cube in mine. After the break, when we get into the pod, Mm, let's do it. Yeah. are definitely gonna I called it a snake bike then well, maybe already, it could have been it's already over this is so this happened on the um, on 23rd of October 2002 there was 40 heavily armed Chechnyans from a group called the Special Purpose Islamic Regiment they stormed into the Drobrovka Theatre and took 850 people ish hostage in a mad fucking terrorist siege right okay all cool. in Russia obviously so this is gonna be um it's just going to end pretty bad. Yeah, well, yeah, they always tend to end bad for some people. It just depends how many people. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Chechnyans, mate. Chechnyans! Yeah, and they, they, let's be honest, they're not they're not big fans of Russians, are they? So. I don't think the Russians are big fans of the no, Chechnyans. So I think um, I don't think it's going to be a, a, di- a diplomatic uh, dispute, is nah, it? Nah, it's not going to... Uh, they're not going to sit down and go, come on, let them go, we'll, we'll talk. I think it's just going to be straight straight in there with some like dodgy, like, Ninja stuff. Yeah, it's kind of a bit like the Russian version of the Iranian embassy siege in the UK right. that happened. But it ended in, in th- within, I think it was something like three days later, in some say a sort of a botched rescue attempt by Russian spe- special for- forces, which resulted in the deaths of up to possibly 300 hostages. So did they send the wrong special forces in? Is well, that what went, why it went wrong? Nah, nah. The, right. Well, we don't know exactly how many. We'll say a few times. We don't, we don't know. I think the official figure something like 117 hostages died but survivors and family members like well where's the rest of them then you fucks all right 25 percent roughly ratio but it wasn't yeah it wasn't really a a um a botched rescue attempt i don't know people are gonna die yeah Yeah. i'm not being funny if i was sitting down in that theater right and how many did you say there were 80 something well they reckon there's a few figures which i'm gonna try and cover but they officially they're saying it's around 850 were inside the theatre when it's... But Putin himself but, in an interview uh, said there was 1,000 to 2,000. It's uh, like, what? How many terrorists did you say stormed About it? About 40 to 50. And Yeah, if I sat there, I'd be going, hmm, right, let's let's cut our losses here. Some people are going to die. Yeah, yes. Especially when you yeah. when you see what happens. It's not like just in. one person or two people. It's there's, If there's like 40 or 50 of them, yeah, someone's going to die at some point. Well, it was like a new style terror attack instead of, you know, like planes being hijacked or smashed into buildings or the regular sort of stuff. You know, this was public gatherings like the, the Bataclan in Paris. Remember when they, I think that was a uh, Eagles of Death Metal concert, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, I think it was Eagles, definitely. I think hundred odd people. Then you had the Manchester bombings. Obviously, this was two thousand and two, but they they're changing the game. They're seeing sort of um, uh, opportunities to to get to huge numbers of people in the public relatively easily. Mm. Yeah, in a theatre, you know, it's gonna it's it's a good place to go if you're gonna do it. I, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's quite a big space as well. You know what I mean? It's huge. So it's not it's not like a, a lot of people. Ta- uh, packed in a small space, a big space, they can keep control of everything, can't they? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly why they did it. Mm. And it seems like, I mean, I don't know, 
it kind of it depends who you listen to. If you listen to, listen to the Russian authorities and what they say, it's totally mm-hmm. different. But if you listen to survivors, it seems that the the Russian forces didn't really care too much about civilian casualty. I mean, they weren't openly shooting them, but they didn't really give a fuck if they died. I mean, yeah, when, yeah. whenever. I mean, one of the uh, like a remembrance ceremony is a geezer called um, uh, Dmitry M- Milovidovich, I think. Milovidovich. So I've had a run at the first Russian name there. Didn't totally fuck that up. But his fourteen-year-old daughter, she died in the. Um, in the attack, and he said, our failed state failed to uh, save our loved ones. It's a monster. It's a cannibal that devours the lives of our relatives for the sake of political ambitions. The authorities don't want to take responsibility for the mess they've organised. It cannot be called a rescue operation. It was a real mess. So, I mean, that's pretty brave for someone to speak out like that. He's lost his daughter, and he's just thinking, fuck it, whatever happens, happens now. So I think he probably died in the car crash or something after saying that. Do you know he what might, I mean? Yeah. Wow. He said that at a public remembrance ceremony. Point. A lot of people do that. They point straight at Putin and go, "You." And as you'll hear, why? I don't think he's. <laughs> I don't think he's too bothered by it, Putin. Now I think when you look at some of the shit that's oh, happened, he just laughs and shrugs it off and carries on like it's like someone's told him a, a, a little half funny joke. He's <laughs> whatever, yeah. and just carries on, doesn't he? Yeah. He uh, he puts on like a weird like a face. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, but. How well? Have you seen my one billion pound house on the Black Sea? (laughs) He doesn't care. (laughs) One billion pound house. Unbelievable. (laughs) You're a public servant, mate. How do you afford that? Yeah, you get something like 70,000 pound a year. Something like that. Boishki, boishki. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) 70 grand. So let's have a look what went down. It was on that, like we say, 23rd of October 2002. Uh, The theatre, it's called the, the Palace of Culture. It was packed with audience members, women, children, actors, support staff, the full fucking works. Um, The show was actually... You know, mid-swing. I think the second act had just started. It was a musical called Nord Ost. Well, don't know, some sort of Russian. It would have been good if it was called The Terrorist Siege. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And members of the show were actually killed as well. I think um, 17 people who were cast members died, including two children that were child actors with 13. Fucking hell. It's pretty rough, man. So it was about 9 o'clock, just after 9pm at night. The second act had started and everybody was seated after having a couple of vodkas at mm-hmm. the interval or whatever. And then, like we say, they cracked in. About 40 to 50 of them just burst in. And uh, they pulled up in a bus, actually, outside. And then just, I think, well, at that point, no one's really going to stop them. No. If you're getting out of a bus with in guns the, Unless you've got, like, armed guards, like, loads of them at the door. Yeah. yeah. You've got no chance of you. So what they did is... Like, you can see the video footage. There's loads of... Fo- I mean, as you'd expect, it's been filmed. And this... It's not smartphone era, but there were people with mobile phones that had uh, cameras on, and they filmed it. There's loads of footage. Um, they basically walked onto stage. So the, these lads are on stage doing their thing in sort of... Mili- it looks like military clothing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this this other guy comes on. He doesn't even look out of place. And he just lifts his Kalashnikov and starts going, bang, 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 bang. The geezer next to him jumps out of his fucking skin. Yeah, yeah of course he's going to... You know, that's when... Um, that's when he also... Yeah, like, fucking hell, the acting's good in this. And then pretty quickly, the auditorium filled up with a, a basically a platoon of, uh, you know, terrorists or, or soldiers, depending on... On your point of view, yeah, I yeah, suppose. depending on who you uh, follow. Yeah. That seems to be the way, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, and they, they were claiming to be from the um, the Chechen army. And like I say, the fo- you want to see the footage, mate. It's, it's fucking nuts. Uh, the terrorist group also contained around 20 to 25 female fighters, and they were all wearing suicide vests, okay. which is fucking terrifying. You imagine sitting there and seeing that. You go, oh, this, oh, there's a bloke with a gun. Oh, this has got real. And then all these people with... 
bombs strapped to them and detonators go, like, oh yeah, yeah we're, we're about to go. That's what you'd be thinking, wouldn't you? Yeah, this is not going to end well. It's happening in Russia as well. Mm. Which is terrible. Heavily armed and very well organised. It looks like a militia group. I think the che- they're not sort of recognised as being the Chechen army, but they were essentially the Chechen army. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, most of the terrorists had lost family members in the um, in the war back in Chechnya, like children's brothers, sisters, you know, mums, dads, whatever, and they mm. all willingly took part, not expecting to live. Oh, right, okay. They just basically like a martyr. That's exactly. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. to martyr themselves for their loved ones, and like you can see even in the footage because they. There's like a mad, especially in the female um, fighters. I don't know why. There's a real vacant sort of look. This is it. Right, you fucks. Okay. We d- we don't necessarily want to die, but we will yeah, if yeah. we need to. Yeah, yeah. And they demanded for the uh, immediate and complete withdrawal of Russian sh- troops from Chechnya uh, in the process ending the Second Chechnyan War. Mm-hmm. So it's a small, a small ask, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just not asking for much, no. No. Uh, we all know that wasn't going to happen. No. It's no way. And Putin probably just laughed at that. Probably. <laughs> Whatever. It's it's too much of a demand in mm. some respects, but they hadn't come to fuck about. No, no. They were getting their point across. So it give you a bit of background info as to why this is kicking off, because at the moment it was like, what? Chechens, Russians, what you do? You may know, you may not, whatever. But the, the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991 and Chechnya declared independence. They were like, right, fuck off Russia. See mm-hmm. you later. Um, this is ours. In 1994, Russia was like, nah, nah. Tanks rolled in to restore order. 100,000 deaths. Over the next two years, there was constant combat. Russia's grip on Chechnya was failing, and in 1999, the Russians full-on invaded Dagestan, blaming several domestic terrorist attacks back in Russia on on the Chechnyans. Uh, That's what started the Chechen War, the second Chechen War. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got to add here, Putin came to power in the year 2000, so this is all kicked off before he was in power, but he had a real hard stance on the Chechens and the the terrorists. He was like, we will not. Not having it. We're not going to... Back down. Nah, this, you can't fuck about with this. And in some respects, that's what... It wasn't totally, but that's what helped him get to power, his stance yeah. on it. Um, so let's go back to the theatre. So at first, thought pe- uh, people thought it was part of the show. Because they didn't look out of place, other than firing live ammunition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, they, they fitted in with what was going down. And there was a period of time when the audience knew what was happening, but because the building was so big, the terrorists hadn't fully secured it so people were still moving around yeah, still people getting away and or for hiding somewhere else so to speak yeah because you think like if you've got it's a big you place and there's loads of corridors like you say because it's not just you walk in and you're straight in a the theater yeah you've got backstage yeah, stuff yeah. on that i mean there was a, there were, i mean a thousand people in there do you know what i mean mm-hmm. around 90 people managed to escape out through like backstage doors and windows mm-hmm. in the initial siege because they couldn't a thousand people is a lot of people to to wrangle do you know what i mean yeah you ain't going to be able to stop people moving. No, because you'd have to do it all at the same time and it's not going to happen. I think as well, the, the sheer number of people involved in the siege at first caught the Chechens by surprise. Or I think it may have done. I don't think they thought that they were going to be able to pull it off um, immediately like that. But with nearly a thousand people in yeah. the hostage in the centre of Moscow, three miles from the Kremlin. Yeah, it's asking for trouble, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Result. So when the building was finally secured, the leader, who's a Chechen field commander, a military dude, let's try and get his name right, Mosvar Baryev. Does that sound sounds, about right to Sounds it? pretty good to me. It sounds snake bite wrecked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he spoke to the audience, so he's yeah. got on stage, like, everyone, listen. He said, we're from a suicide squad from the 29th Division, straight away. Oh my God. Yeah, so everyone's going to die then, yeah. You'd be terrified. Yeah, yeah. What would you think? 
Uh, Some geezer said we're from a Suicide Squad. I'd say, well, I haven't heard their album. <laughs> you'd be dead first, mate. <laughs> or you'd live. Well, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't matter because, you know, the worst case scenario is they're going to blow themselves up and kill everyone. So I would have said, I've never heard of that band. What? What are they? What's their latest <laughs> album? Yeah, yeah. See it's what good they say. Suicide <laughs> Squad. <laughs> so they actually sound quite. I wouldn't say sound lads because that's not the case at all. But they they had they reasoned. To, to some degree. They well, they d- told them what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I don't think they really wanted to kill. Mm. I, I don't know, man. That might get a bit of heat from people, but it seems that the bloodshed was was definitely something that they were going to do if they were forced to do it, but yeah. they didn't necessarily want to. No, they just wanted everyone out of Chechnya, basically. And some people are just, some terrorists will just kill you and mm. not even care, but mm. they, I don't think they were like that. They said they had no ill feelings towards foreign nationals, and if anybody in the audience could produce evidence that they weren't Russian, you're free to go. There were nearly 80 foreigners. Oh, so they, they, they were picking literally just on Russians? Yes, yeah, yeah. Because they were like, it's not tit for tat, but it's like, you're killing Chechens, so we're going to kill... You're killing innocent Chechens, and we're yeah. going to kill innocent Russians. The rest of you, you're from fucking Wales. You can go, What yeah. the fuck you got to the Chechen war? Where are you from? Fiji. Go. So uh, they're kind of reasoning in that way, as in like... Yeah, but they did, it no, didn't quite no, go to plan. I can't... Yeah, <laughs> I imagine that. Do you need like fucking security to... to to yeah. check all that shit, wouldn't you, as yeah, well? So yeah. what's, what the fuck's going on there? But, but it was a, a gesture which they sort of car- carried through with, you know, what they were saying. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into it. Um, but some of the hostages, I mean, obviously this is a terrifying situation. Some were re- they acted completely differently. You've got a massive group of people. Some were quite calm and chill, and others were, like, panicking. Mm. Like, well, re- yeah. Yeah, if they go inside the suicide squad, you think, oh, shit, every- yeah. everything's going to die in there. Fuck. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. But the Chechenian um, suicide uh, women, the ones who had the vests on, they were handing out, I think, mild sedatives to people, to the really touchy ones, to try and chill them out a little bit. So they're giving it a bit of um, foresight. Right, yeah, so they have thought about shit and gone, take that, that might calm you down before we kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume then that Stop they Stop moaning like a little bitch. I have f- this. I think it's like, I think they thought like a thousand people there's going to be, t- say, 5% of them start wigging out and freaking. And, mm. you know, we could get so yeah, take some sedatives in. Yeah, otherwise it could get out of control and yeah. they could get overturned, couldn't they? Especially when they announced the theatre had been rigged with explosives. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Unless demands were, wet, were met, all the hostages were going to be killed and they were going to blow the entire building up. And I'm like, I thought you had no ill feelings. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, yeah, just fuck it all off. And for the entire three days that this was pretty much going on, uh, almost no food or water was allowed in at all, so shit was fucked. And I mean, that adds in, that adds to, to tensions and and uh, you know mental stress, doesn't it? Can't have a sandwich or drink. They need snake bite. Yeah, yeah, I'll get them for it. Imagine just dropping crates of that in. <laughs> it would. I, I don't. Mean, know, I don't know whether to to be upset then. <laughs> yeah, I'd just just, well, fair enough. Have a drink with them. Yeah, mate. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> sit down, chill out. It's a drinking competition then, <laughs> hey? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> so, so around thirty minutes after the siege started, the reports are beginning to trickle out um, to the police and the military and the federal security service. That's the FBS. They they actually swooped in and secured the building from the outside, and the negotiators tried to communicate with the terrorists on the inside. The press were held back and told pretty much, fuck all. Yeah. But what would you expect? It's Russia. Yeah, well, yeah. It's going to be like, nothing's happening in there. No transparency, is there yeah. at all? No, no. So, um, but information was getting out from the people that had escaped. They're thinking, shit, there's geezers in there with guns. Fuck. So, so you got the police who were 
who'd got it all under lockdown with the military and they were, this, whatever was happening, I mean, whether you could trust them or whether they were actually telling for security purposes, I don't know, but the people coming out the back were fucked up. I mean, that was it. They were opening their mouths and saying it. Mm. Uh, pretty gr- pretty quickly, the group sent out a statement, um, which reads, I'll just read it. It said, every nation has the right to their fate. Russia has taken this away from the Chechnyans and today we want to reclaim these rights which Allah has given us in the same way he has given to other nations. Hello, Akbar. Mm. He said, Allah has given us the right to freedom and the right to choose our destiny. And the Russian occupiers have flooded our land with our children's blood. And we have longed for a just solution. So they're saying just here. This is fair. Yeah, yeah. They're saying like, uh, what is it, an eye for an eye, all that type of shit. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, People are unaware of the innocents who are dying in Chechnya. The the women, the children and the weak ones. And therefore, we have chosen this approach. This approach is for the freedom of the Chechnyan people, and there is no difference where we die. Therefore, we have decided to die here in Moscow's, uh, in Moscow's, in Moscow, <laughs> and we will take with us the lives of many hundreds of sinners. Mm, come on, man! Just because they don't believe in your sky wizard doesn't mean you you need to kill them. They're not know, sinners. Yeah. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Well, we, I've, you know, we think about it, religion is a, a bigger, a big problem, as in, as some in people, people make it a problem. Yeah, well, that's it. That's what I mean. Like, it's a big problem because people um, take things too seriously, and as I, I know, they can take it serious, God and all that. That's fine with me. But when it comes to killing people for because they don't believe in it and all that, that's just different league. That's like, nah, no, you don't have believe in anything because you shouldn't be doing that shit. Shut that shit down, man. Yeah. So essentially, they're demanding for full withdrawal of Russian forces. <clears throat> now, Russia is not going to do that. There's no, no fucking way. They've lost how many... I mean, I don't know the casualties of, of in these particular wars, but they've lost a lot of fucking soldiers <laughs> doing a, in this battle. They're not going to go 350 hostages or 1,000 no, hostages? They, they ain't nah. going to care. They'd just bowl in and just kill everyone if they wanted to. Well, the hostages knew that, and mm. uh, I think that's why they knew they were fucked in a way. They yeah, were like, this yeah. is not going to fucking work, boys. Yeah, yeah. The wrong attempt. Everyone's going to die. Yep. They, they, but the Russians didn't just flat out refuse. They used it. They were like, okay, yeah, they used it to buy time. They were like, yeah, we'll do that. But it's going to take time to take out an entire superpower forces out of a country that's at war. Just chill, chill, chill. They also demanded Russia stop blasting villages with artillery. And they asked for the murder squads to stop house-to-house searches, which were resulting in loads of people disappearing. What the fuck? Murder squad. This sounds like the Nazi murder vans. They're just walking in and just killing them, basically. Yeah. Well, you never know what... It's weird, man, because shit... Like, that's world War... Like, Nazi shit. If if that's... If they really did that... That really is. That is, like, really... (sighs) And we just don't know. No. It's fucked, isn't it? Yeah. It could be a propaganda thing, though, as well. It could be. It might not be. It might have happened. It might be propaganda. We don't know. Russia said that... um, their response was going to be in line with other nations in the uh, you know the fight in in the uh, global war on terrorism. So no nonsense. Yeah. No so well, if you're doing it, we're gonna we're gonna respond. It's it's kind of like are they using that as like a um, a shield? Like, well, you do it. So yeah. So we can. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a kick in the teeth for Putin because he said the previous April that the war in Chechnya was over, and clearly it fucking isn't because this shit's going on. Well, yeah, it's, it's bringing shit back into Moscow. Terrifying, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. It's just terrifying to be in that situation. I can't... That When you watch the footage, it's... Fuck me, man. You'd be just... Ah, is this happening? I feel like you'd... 
you kind of take yourself out of your body and go, no, 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 no. This isn't yeah, happening to me. Like a, yeah, it's like a movie or something. This isn't yeah. happening to me. Yeah, yeah. Shit, this is real. Fuck. So at around 11.40 on day one, during a search of the building's perimeter, a metal door was found open that led to a nightclub inside the thick, like a bit of a complex. And they could hear people, like the FSB agents, the security agents, could hear people screaming. So they like stealth mode the fuck out of it and managed to get 40 people out that were just trapped in a small area. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit sort of... Turned um, everything off and just went... Yeah, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's fragmented upside. Most of the people are in one area, but there's a, a you know a pocket here and a pocket there. Yeah, yeah. So straight away, the authorities set up a, a forward operating base outside where the situation was controlled, and then they secured the immediate area, but they didn't secure it very fucking well because three and a half hours after the siege started, a 26-year-old woman called Olga Romanova, she'd seen the the siege going down on the news or on the radio or whatever. And she was like, they're not going to fucking help these people. So she's, she's got the writings on the wall for as far as she's concerned. Yeah. yeah. The fate has been sealed. Yeah. So she was like, I'm going down there and I'm going to get them out. There's kids there. And like, a family apparently tried yeah. to stop her. But right. So we don't know how, but somehow she made it undetected through the police cordon. Mm. She got through the security perimeter and she got past the special ops lads. They're not very good then, are they? <laughs> That's what I thought, yeah, yeah. And she made her way into the theatre itself, which when you we get into this and how they rigged the place, is fucking mad dangerous. And it's so lucky that this didn't, this woman's uh, venture into the theatre didn't result in a full loss of life. Mm. But she got, she went into the auditorium and um, stood at the back doors, opened them and just started shouting, don't be afraid of them. Get up and get out of here right now. <laughs> You'd be like, shut the fuck up, lady. Because yeah. you imagine you're in relatively <laughs> quietness. Yeah. Everyone uh, could end up getting murdered because of that. You might just go, right, fuck you all, kill you all. Hmm? I mean, it's silence. They've got it secure. There's a bit, you know, and then this, the doors open. Yeah, everybody get out. You'd be like, what the fuck? And then she yelled at the terrorists as well. She was like, you need to release them all. Absolutely. Get rid of them now. Straight away. You're, you're fucking wrong or whatever. I'm guessing she got popped. Yeah, they didn't release her. Yeah, they took her into the foyer and shot her to death. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. She was asking for that, wasn't she, though? I'm, I'm afraid to say. She didn't handle the situation with much tact. They thought she was an agent that had somehow got into the building. Right, okay. And she was, they were like, fuck it, we'll just kill her. Mm-hmm. This is um this is one of the Russian special forces coming in. So they took her into the foyer and shot her. Yeah, yeah, madness in it. What the fuck, lads? And you not got the perimeter secured? Yeah, no. It's, if, sounds like no one could be asked. So sort of sit around eating donuts, waiting, going, uh, eating potatoes, go drinking vodka. Should we go in now? Uh, <laughs> but it ha- her crazy idea had a unforeseen um, response. To me, it seems like that the terrorists they wanted to sort of chill the situation down after her death because they I don't think they foresee killing somebody straight away yeah, yeah. in the way that they did and, and possibly fearing uh, a retaliation from Russian special forces because of Olga's death they started actually releasing a, a select few um, hostages mainly some of the pregnant women that were there children okay. uh, fellow Muslims and there was a small small number a number of foreign nationals um, that first night somewhere between hundred and two and hundred and fifty to two hundred people, I think, were released. These figures are a bit shaky because okay. it varies from source to source. It's never with the yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like So her death, Olga's death, was reported as the first killing of a of a hostage, which was completely incorrect. Because um she was she's like that crazy woman at the zoo or the crazy person at the zoo that jumps in with the fucking silverbacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? basically, yeah, just um, thinks it's everything's gonna be okay, <laughs> just oblivious to the danger around her, in a way. That's crazy when that happens, isn't mm. it? Have you seen any of them? And yeah, they're literally oblivious to it, aren't they? They're like, they're like, oh, this will be fun. You're like, 
Um, yeah, it would be funny if you want to die because you're going to because they're going to rip your face off. But there are some like instances, like there was a kid that fell in one at London Zoo. He fell like forty foot down, landed on the concrete in the in the uh, gorilla enclosure, and they um, they seemed quite. I think it was a female gorilla. Was quite gentle. She was like curious, poking him, touching him, and pulling him, and they're screaming. And then the kid wakes up. You have to YouTube this, and he's he's going to talk, and they're like, "Don't fucking move, Larry or Gary. Shut up, stay down." And the gorilla's like, "What's this fucking? Didn't hurt him, man." Yeah, intelligence, I suppose. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, uh, you know. They probably either see humans all the time, don't they? It's just like, what's this human? Because I'm, I'm only used to a couple of them coming in. But I see them all the time. Let's just poke it and see what it does. That's a small that's what, one. That's what people do when they think there's a body on the floor, a dead body, don't they? They poke it for a stick <laughs> or something. <laughs> Same thing. It might be dead. Let's give it a poke. <laughs> oh, it's woken up. No, yeah, it's not dead. It's okay. It's we'll kill it. You oh, can have it back know. now. <laughs> so by now, the theatre was surrounded by armoured military vehicles and, and soldiers. Now, that same evening, whilst all that was going down with, with Olga getting shot, um, the forward operating base was told of an identical theatre to the Drobrovka Theatre, absolutely spitting, like a, carbon, a sister building, mm. almost. Um, and the special assault units uh, from the FSB and the Special Operations Centre and the Spetsnaz, they headed over to this location and immediately started to rehearse plans of attack because they've got a fucking whole building here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember the SAS did that at the Iranian embassy, but they built an embassy. Yes, they literally had a complete, yeah, life-size model of it, didn't they? Yeah. So these lads are now running through corridors, getting locations, and they're getting, you know, distance awareness. They're getting everything, height of ceilings, angles. I mean, I'm sure there's slight variations, but this is that's a goldmine for them. Mm, definitely, yeah, yeah. They can be in there and not be in there. So we'll move forward to day two, which was the 24th of October. Now, the Russians had offered the Chechnyans a safe passage to another country. Now, whether that would have actually occurred, even if the terrorists had lowered their weapons and walked out, is up for debate. Yeah, well, the fact that they're called Suicide Squad makes me think that they probably said no to that. (laughs) It's possible. I've thought about this. In my opinion, something would have kicked off. Mm. There's no way you're going to have all that military power. Even if they did put them into another country, there'd probably be Russian guards there straight and go, right, you're in another country now. Bang. (laughs) Yeah, you will get you at some point. Apparently, Turkey, they said you can get to Turkey if you you start releasing hostages unharmed, we'll let you out. But the attitude and information coming out in the form of videotapes and hostage reports for the people who had escaped, that kind of indicated that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. The terrorists are like, "Look, we leave this theatre when you leave Chechnya. It's as simple as that." Yeah, yeah. That you know, we're going to deal. You leave, or we fight here to the death. That's it. Yeah, Your yeah. troops either leave, or or this is fucked. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that fuck me. You can't reason with that, can you? No, no. Uh, the Russian authorities said that even though they. They vowed to fight to the death. The longer this situation goes on, it's the more likely the terrorists are going to start thinking about their own mortality, and they'll probably start back out or something and try and back out. Um, I don't mm. know. If you're from a suicide division, I suppose it just depends on how how much heart they got with what they're saying, and by the sound of it, quite a lot. Yeah, so, a lot by the yeah, yeah. Storming the building was always an option, but. Negotiating them out is is preferred. So inside, the terrorists were following the siege on TV because obviously they've got access to it. Why Mm -hmm. not watch it? But Russia was portraying the events. They were putting their spin on what was happening, which was pissing off the terrorists because they were like, they're fucking lying. Yeah, yeah. 
even in a massive terrorist event, they're still they're still lying about us. Yeah, yeah. And then they're obviously threatening to to blow up the building even more. They're like, take that fucking shit off the news, and this whole thing goes up. That was obviously causing reactions amongst the hostages, which is heightened intentions. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, people were starting to think, do I have to fucking get up and run for it, or am I going to have to? If I'm going to die, do I try and attack them? Yeah, do we all try and get them? What do we do? Yeah. What yeah. would you do in that situation if you thought that you were going to die unless you did something? Um, well, from the situation there, if you say there's loads of women with suicide vests, I think um, trying to attack them would be a bad idea because if it got out of hand, they'd just go set them off. So I reckon on if they didn't have the ladies with the suicide vests there and it wasn't bombed up, probably we'd try and fight them with everyone if they were willing to do it, obviously. But cause Even got, though they've got machine guns, though, man. Oh, there's loads of people in there. you just got to try and just do it, otherwise everyone's going to die anyway. Yeah, it's a good point. But but if the suicide vests and you try and do them, they'll just blow everything up anyway. So I think you have to try and sneak out on that one. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like I don't think I'd want to ever fight anybody in that situation ever. I don't want to fight anyone anyway. But I think I'd be the type of person that goes, "We've got to wait for the the authorities to come in, and then when day one turns into day two and turns into day three, you, you might be looking at the yeah, exits going, yeah. "Fucking, there's many windows in here. Mm. How do I get the fuck out?" Anyway. Phone communication was set up and the Chechens were demanding that the relatives of the hostages inside the theatre hold protest demonstrations in Moscow, <laughs> calling for Russian troops to leave uh, the Chechen Republic. Um, I mean, they did. Yeah, s- some of them did. Some of them would have probably said... They did. Okay. Full on did a, did a protest outside it, which is... I mean, you would. If the, if the terrorists are saying, if you want to see your fucking loved ones, you're going to need to hold a demonstration mm. against Russia in Moscow. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I suppose you better another do death, it. Sentence, um, death penalty there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Putin there, just laugh at that. I was going in front of a snake bite already. I am. It's nice, isn't it? Mm. To be fair, it's been Might a while need. since I had one. Go for it. I need more cider. We're not going to be far off having a, a drink break in a minute. Okay. So we'll have a drink break and then a drink break. Mm-hmm. So as always, negotiators are requesting, aren't they? Need yeah. to get people in. Yeah, it's the rules. It gets a bit weird now because a dude called Joseph Cobson, I'm sure that's not. I mean, that doesn't sound very Russian, but... He was um, the Russian Frank Sinatra, apparently. Russian Frank Sinatra? Yeah, and he was called in as a negotiator, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is a bit weird. Um, and he also worked for the Red, Cro- uh, Red Cross. I wonder why he sang. I want to look up when I was 17. <laughs> it was a very good year. <laughs> <laughs> he actually managed to negotiate the release of, I think it was something like five people. It was a British guy, a woman, and, th- and three and three children. What, were they starstruck, were they? <laughs> I don't know why. Did it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like when Gaza turned up to try and calm down Raumo. Oh, yeah, yeah. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a mate. Uh, you know, I'll, we'll go. I'll go. And, what's he say? I'm going to take him some chips or something and some cans. Yeah, yeah. And we'll sit down and talk. You're like, Gaza, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, the terrorists wanted the Red Cross and a group called Doctors Without Borders to help negotiate their release. Now, Doctors Without Borders is a international humanitarian medical non-government organisation. So I think it they're neutral. Right, okay. They're not going to be... They're not going to be on anyone's side. Yeah. And even ex... Don't, except for the hostages. Yeah. Yeah, they just want it. They just want to get people out, and, and the Russians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they actually were agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Russian experts. And, <laughs> <laughs> and doctors without boards doesn't exist. It was set up by the Russian special forces just to get them out. Even the um, ex-president Gorbachev, he said, "Look, I, I'm available. If you want me to come down and have a chat with them," and they were like, probably just 
probably just it's not probably mate. better if you just sit back, mate. Yeah, because you probably get killed. Uh, embassies of foreign terror, uh, foreign hostages negotiated the um, with the Chechens, and, re- and they actually did get a few of their own nationals released. I think forty hostages released that day. Um, all hostages that got out were. I say reiterating at this. Uh, I say early stage. They were saying, "Yeah, yeah, they are getting ready. They're gonna do it. Mm. They're not fucking about." Yeah, definitely. Well, got fucking loads of people with vests on and all that as well. You know what I mean? And they're clearly not gonna be fake. Oh no, no, they weren't messing around, mate. Exactly. So, <sighs> nice this is kind point. of like I suppose it's kind of like forcing Russia's hand of violence. This is see what they do. Well, if the if the hostages are saying they are gonna do it. Well, okay, well, we can't talk them down and we're not getting out. We're not pulling our troops out. Looks like we're going to have to fucking shoot them. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it didn't quite go down like that. Because right. so, by now, conditions were getting really bad inside. I know it's only day two, but you've got to remember there's nearly a thousand people in this one room and they can't leave. So it's cramped. People are terrified. They're hungry and they're thirsty. I mean, I, if I was at that place, I guarantee you I'd be drunk because it's a night out and you don't want to be having a hangover yeah imagine having a little oh fuck me rough as fuck in the middle of a terrorist yeah yeah they actually forced the people in the audience the the hostages to use the orchestra pit as a toilet because they wanted to keep their eye on everybody so they were were literally shitting in front of a thousand people and so smells getting up a thousand people pissing in one day you've got a thousand pisses and a thousand shits. shits could be a world record, that. Well, <laughs> like most scats inside a, uh, <laughs> on a theatre floor. <laughs> Guinness Book of Records, man walks in with a certificate. And goes, Castle. just looks at it and goes, yeah, you've got a world record. Yeah, yeah we need one more. We need one more. Well, actually, that you, it looks yeah. like you had, you had the shits there. Yeah, that was a bit of a diarrhoea. We need a log. <laughs> we need a proper log. Who, who's, a log? Who's, who's got a log crimping? Come on. <laughs> More vital intelligence started coming out from released hostages, and a, and a map was actually drawn up showing the locations of the terrorists and where the bombs had been positioned. Two massive bombs, we're talking massive bombs, had been placed in the centre of the hall and on the balconies. Landmines had been positioned on the stage, facing out into the audience. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Jesus Christ. It's like a heavy metal gig gone wrong. Yeah, it's ultimate wrong. Like we say, 20 to 25 female suicide bombers, they were all positioned around the edge of the of the seating area and also in the centre of the auditorium, ready to blow themselves up. So they've got it fucking hemmed in. Yeah, yeah. All explosives were rigged to blow. So, like, if, if one bomb was detonated... All of them would go... Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Oh. They, they were clever. Some proper gear then, yeah. yeah. Gunman sat on, on, the, on the stage, they were on the balconies, they were actually amongst the hostages randomly as well. So it's like a human shield... That's not going to work with the Russians, and you won't nope, know nope, that. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so when you hear that, it seems like if you imagine trying to gain access to that building, it seems impossible. You're like everyone's going to die. The entire building's rigged to blow. Did they literally defend everything except for the main entrance or something? Well, they knew they were going to get in. in. Oh. They knew they were going to get in if they wanted to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't going to stop them. No. So it's a case of have having a massive deterrent in the form of everybody in here is going Bombs. to die. Yeah, yeah. I think a few hostages sort of clocked how serious it was and, and actually started to position themselves closer to the exits, thinking, right, when this goes off, I'm ducking. That fucking door, gone. Because the doors are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could run through yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Probably die, though. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, when one bomb goes off, the distraction of that, you can get out, hopefully, if you survive. Yeah. 
So Putin cancelled a trip to the States. He was going to go over and have a meeting. He was like, nah, I probably should probably just stay behind here. This is getting a bit hectic. Yeah, yeah. At some point on day two, a water pipe burst, which flooded the ground floor. This pissed off the Chechnyans because they were like, hmm. Someone's fuck, fucking around here. It was the uh, the Spetsnaz lads were using the sewage pipes to eavesdrop on them. So they were like, I don't know how they were doing it. Yeah. Putting bugging devices down it. And they obviously ruptured a pipe. So they were right. Yeah, yeah. Fucking it. They also, from hostages coming out, figured that it's possible that two huge bombs have been placed under the load-bearing structures of the building. Um, so the if what they were anticipating happened, a spontaneous chain reaction of bombs from one detonation, yeah, yeah. it could have took the entire building down, killing everybody, every yeah, yeah. single person yeah, in yeah. it. It's a bit of a pickle, isn't it, that? Yeah. I mean, what can you do? <sighs> Sit back, relax. Crack open a can. <laughs> yeah, that's when you. That's the point when you don't worry about sneaking the beer in. You know, when people try and sneak it in in the bags and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this doesn't matter now, does it? Let's be honest. It's, it's gone past the point of caring now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting a bit. It's getting hectic. Yeah, yeah. Putin said. Now, there's a lot of things that come out after, like joining interviews. That Putin said after the um, after the siege that the terrorists wanted to drive the hostages into Red Square in a bus, shoot them, kick them out onto the pavements, and go down in a blaze of glory with the. Uh, the special ops forces, and he said he was absolutely not going to let that happen. Mm. So is that justification of the raid? I don't know, but I don't know how he knew that. How you, you if they're going to do it in a bus, you've got to give them the bus. You fucking idiot. Yeah, so he, he probably just saying that because he knows it's probably a good way of getting into power as well. Mm. Well, he was in power. Who Putin? Putin was in, yeah, he, ca- he came in in the year two thousand. Right, okay. so he's in. He's, Putin is the man. He is there now, yeah. He's, oh yeah, it was yeah, it was two thousand two. The siege. The war it, yeah. initially went off. No, ninety nine was when yeah, it wasn't yeah, under yeah. his under his rule. Do you want? Should we ever get get another snake bite? Mate? I think so. Let's do it. Let's do it. Another snake bite. Yeah. Looking good. More with descent into chaos. Mm-hmm. But not quite as chaotic as this is going to no, get. No. So I think I'd rather be here than uh, in there. Just a little bit. So we'll go to day three now. On military orders, Russian scientists began experimenting with what well, we think some form of anaesthetic gas. Okay. And, and it's... Um, its effects in specific qu- concentrations because the military were really cautious about just storming in because as we've just gone through I oh, said so they're trying to gas them to sleep or something and then yeah it'd only take one uh, slight mistake misunderstanding I mean there's no misunderstanding when they're kicking the doors in no and they know that they're going to die and they've rigged the building it's just going to be a so the gas experiments that's what they were trying to figure out what quantities to use so they couldn't have been very comprehensive because this had to be done Straight away. Yeah, yeah. So it's more like they went, what gas knocks people out? And they went, that one. They went, use it. Chuck it in. Does it kill them? Not sure. How many cannons does it get? Just go ask Bach. They'll know. That's the thing, isn't it? So they, they use these experiments as sort of like a proof of concept because they didn't have the time to like figure out the uh, or refine the dosages. I mean, mm-hmm. the area being gassed is massive. It's an auditorium, three, like two-tiered seating, you know, the big fucking jobbies. And you think about how closely... They monitor people when they're under the knife having an operation because f- f- of anaesthetics. Yeah. 
they, they, and that's when they're closely controlling it. You imagine a, a f- nearly a thousand people in an open disarray, room. just passed out or whatever. Oh, fuck yeah. it, just yeah, chuck yeah. them in, man. It's just an educated guess, I suppose. Yeah, yeah it oh, is. Probably that big concentration in the air. It's you know fifty thousand meter cubed of air. Probably about that'll do. They'd know it's something's happening though as well, wouldn't they? So it's, then they'd just start murdering, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, yeah. The special ops guys also hacked the phone systems and were listening to everything being said because people calling in and out. Mm-hmm. They drilled holes in the ceilings and lowered microphones through, which caused the terrorists to start shooting at the ceilings because they were like they knew they were doing it. Yeah, I mean they were they were moving around. They could hear them. In fact, the uh, Spetsnaz lads were just behind the wall on the stage and they were. Um, that what they had to do is they had to get into the auditorium from a surprise angle. So what they did is they they tried to cut holes in the wall and weaken it just behind the stage so they could just blow in through there. Because if you try and come in through the front door or the fire exit, they're watching they, you. They, they've got that covered, yeah. You ain't, You need to just go boom, you know what I mean? And they, they reckon that they did that because the suicide bombers would obviously detonate. If they heard you coming down the corridor, oh, they're, oh, they're in yeah, the building. Yeah, yeah. Night, night, boom. So they they had to come in through that like an unsuspecting direction, and they reckon they would have once in two seconds to shoot the shoot the uh, the guys with the detonators. Two seconds before they'd realise what was going on. Fuck. So they had to know the exact locations of, of the detonator. Fucking scary, isn't it? So release hostages told the police negotiators that the whole building not only has it been rigged to to be blown up, but it had also been tripwired, which okay. is even more frightening. Yeah, it's a bit of a fuck stick in it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to trip over shit and blow the entire building up. Well, it's not looking good, is it? No, no. And the, the, it, they kind of piss on the, ta- the terrorists at the Iranian embassy, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They kind of they've got everything backed up and ready for a second plan. Yeah, they're not fucking about. So the Russian authorities were actually liaising with Western experts in in terrorist situations on the ground in Russia, trying to get more brains on the case. Yeah, more brains is better than better than one, isn't it? But um, it seems like we just grabbed intel from what was going on and uh, didn't give him any advice. Yeah, like, Fuck cheers. Good. We know what's going on there then. Bye. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds like you've got a bit of a tricky situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody inside, including the Chechens, were starting to become really nervous and jumpy. They could tell that for the correspondence. When the ceiling was shot up, because of the Special Forces lads, yeah, yeah. the hostages kind of like this... They're going to raid the building. They're in the roof. Yeah, they know they are. Yeah, yeah. And they put their shoes on. A lot of them said we started putting our shoes on, getting ready to, you know, run in the firefight, which is going to ensue. A few journalists were actually called as mediators. The Chechens wanted to report directly to um, respected journalists so they could get the story out as to what was really going on. Yeah. Because of the Russian fake news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't... (laughs) We don't want a war, but we will obliterate them if we do. Have you heard that recently, the other day, um, yesterday? No. Trump, that's what he said. That's oh, the what? words he used. He said, we, he says, we don't want a war with Iran, but if we do, we will obliterate them. That's, right. that's the words he used. He's probably right. We will obliterate them. No war, all or nothing, basically. Yeah. So We don't want to fight you, but if we do, we're going to kill everybody. Unbelievable. We'll go full psycho on you. No! <coughs> Nukes. Everyone just be fucking cool. Chill out, man. You have a snake bite. Yeah, have a couple of those. That'll sort you out. Yeah, man. Reuben and George, just send them to the UN with a fucking crate of snake bite. Yeah. Sort it out. <coughs> so a further 75 foreigners were released, which is promising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, 15 Russian nationals were released, which is was sort of unprecedented because they said that weren't going to... They were children. Yeah, yeah. Mostly were children. Yeah. So they've got a bit of empathy. They're, they're yeah, yeah. scary, scary dudes, but... 
kids haven't done anything. Yeah. They've seen their own die mm. and they know that they're not they're not making the decisions. They allow doctors in who brought in some medical supplies and the first um, supplies of food and water also brought in, but the doctors were saying that the hostages were all in good health because they came in, did their shit and went back out again. Yeah, yeah. They said they're cool, no, none of them are being beaten, most are calm, a few are not, but all in all, in all it's looking all right. Yeah, it's yeah. just the situation that yeah. needs to be solved. It's the other shit which needs to be sorted. Yeah, there were more more vows never to surrender and fight to the death and the group actually sent a, a message directly to Putin and it said, uh, we have nothing to lose. We have already covered 2,000 kilometres by coming here. There is no way back. We have come to die. Our motto is freedom and paradise. We have freedom as we've come to Moscow. Now we want to be in paradise. So you, I mean, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. That basically means we want to die. Yeah, he's like, what do we do? They also said, we've come to Moscow not to kill the hostages or fight with the Russian elite troops. We've had enough fighting in Chechnya over the years. We have come here with a specific aim to put an end to the war, and that is it. I mean, we know that's not going to happen. No. Which is not going to end well. No, it's not, especially when they've got everyone at gunpoint. You know what I mean? It's not... It's not true, is it? What they said. So when we get to, it, we're moving to the final stages now. Uh, day four, which is the twenty sixth. Yeah. It, it's sort of um, it's it's the da- it's day four, but it's not day four. It's right, yeah, into yeah. the fourth, you know, on the date. But yeah, anyway. yeah. yeah. It, it, during the night, another crazy man tried to break in because his son was was inside. He ended up shot to death. I yeah. think by the lads on the outside. Oh right, okay. Russian people went because they're like, "That's fucking trip." Yeah, yeah. Even what what they have it's to trip, do? That. Yeah, well, yeah. If, if they're saying it's trip wide and everything as well, yeah. So, I mean, you could have just rugby tackled him. You'd have to bl- blow his head off, but whatever. Inside a dude called Denis Gribkov lunged at a female suicide uh, fighter, probably probably cracking up, thinking, fuck, 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 shit, that, and just going for it. I mean, the pressure, you'd be thinking, if I'm going to die, just get it over with, I can't yeah, yeah. deal with this. He uh, he was shot at by one of the gunmen who initially missed, ended up hitting another lady behind him, killing her and injuring another woman. Oh, fuck it yeah. So he's like, oh, fuck. So Dennis has got his tail between his legs, thinking, oh, what have I done? Yeah. So they led him outside and shot him to death. I say outside, they led him away from the, uh, the group, blasted him. Two uh, Spetsnaz soldiers were hit by grenades whilst patrolling outside. So the lads inside are not fucking about. They're just chucking grenades out of windows now. A few more hostages ended up getting executed, just shot in the head in front of everybody. Possibly punishment, you know, like sort of stay in your fucking seats. Everyone stay where you are, otherwise this will happen again. If you start kicking off and gunfire, you're not, we don't know how this is going to, this is a volatile situation. Everyone needs to just, shit's heating up, man. Just calm down. So a few hours before the raid, the plan which was perfected and rehearsed at the identical sister theatre was given to the soldiers. They, by now, knew what weapons the Chechnyans had. (laughs) <laughs> which is um, at least 17 automatic rifles, mm. uh, approximately 5,000 rounds of ammunition, 77 kilograms of explosive planted in various locations, possibly hooked up to tripwires in a chain explosion. Nice. It was 20 handguns, approximately, 25 homemade explosives, multiple suicide vests, something like 20. There were two huge bombs in the form of sealed metal tanks, each filled with around 12 kilos of, it's called OF-540 artillery shell explosives. Fuck knows what they are, but probably mean. Uh, There was 106 grenades that had been counted, several landmines. So we've got ourselves... not much there. I mean, you think about trying to get into that. Shitloads of medical teams were put on standby. It's literally, is an army. Yeah, it is. They're not stupid. They've, no. they've done this for. When they say they came there to die or get what they want, 
They fucking mean it. Yeah. Just from that list alone. Around 5.30am, hostages were starting to panic. Obviously, seeing people's heads blown off is is going to do that for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the situation was getting, was deteriorating badly and Russia had to act. And everybody was, was tense as fuck. Special ops surrounded the theatre in full battle gear. They were wearing very sort of poignant gas masks <laughs> which <Yeah>. is <laughs> giving something away and then this is where it gets crucial that the the, um, the linchpin of the plan was put into motion and that was the anesthetic gas and this is where it all sort of descends okay. I say anesthetic gas or chem- it depends you so they c- actually did do it then in the end yeah with, with the gas right we think it's an anesthetic gas but it could have been a chemical weapon yeah we yeah. don't really know um, it was pumped in through the ventilation system now, the Russians said it was a fentanyl-based gas, which is used in, in surgeries around the world. Okay. Again, dosages, it's a poison. If you get it wrong, people yeah, are going to yeah. fucking die. Um, so they started whacking it in, but unfortunately, it, it didn't have any effect. The head of the FBS uh, called Putin to tell him that it's it's nothing. nothing's happening. The um, They know what we're doing on the inside now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, time is running out. Now they know what the plan is. And Putin said, listen... Are the troops willing to go in without the gas being administered, which is basically to certain death? Yeah, yeah. The building will blow, and they, apparently they were. Hello, cat. Um, so the order was given, and Putin said, yeah, go in, do it. We're going yeah, yeah. to roll in. Apparently he prayed to God for the first time after giving that order, which sounds quite dramatic, and it's probably a load of bullshit. Listen to the cat. <laughs> so before a, um, a full-on... Russian special forces assault actually got underway. Yep. Reports started to trickle in that the gas was starting to take effect. Okay. It didn't knock everybody out, but it like fucked them up. Um, sort of made them drowsy or yeah, yeah, yeah. uncoordinated. It made it special ops lads, um, made their work a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, the people yeah, are yeah. Just now, the hostages and the Chechnyans, they initially thought it was smoke from a fire. Okay. Coming through the vents. I mean, how much fucking gas are you pumping in if they can see it? Yeah, it's a few fucking loads, yeah. And this is a, a, a an anaesthetic gas that needs to be administered in very precisely measured dosages. Otherwise people die, yeah. And they're fucking whacking it in to the point where it looks like smoke. One hostage actually called a radio station from her mobile phone live on air as it was, uh, as it was going down. And she said, and this is quite important... It's quite the details of what she says gives a real insight into what the the, uh, the mindset was. She said, "It seems to us that the Russians have started something. Please give us a chance. If you can't do anything, please help us. I don't know which gas it is, but I see the Chechnyans' reaction reactions. They don't want our deaths, and our officials want none of us to leave here alive. We see it. We feel it. We are breathing it through our clothes." It came from outside. That's what our government has decided, that nobody should leave here alive. God. So as this is kicking off... She she thinks it's like a poison, like to kill everyone, doesn't she? That's what she probably thinks. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think she was far off the marker. Right, okay. Unfortunately. So the assault teams waited about 30 minutes for the gas to take effect. Mm-hmm. Um, whilst that's happening... Terrorists are randomly shooting, like taking pop shots out of windows at the um, the special forces yep. guys. Um, th- they also, the terrorists said to the hostages, when this kicks off, keep your heads down, which is really interesting because there's, there's a level of empathy coming here. They're saying, we don't want you to die. Yeah, yeah. This is the best thing Did that we, you can yeah, do. We just want it off of the Russian like, main people, really. Well, it seems that way. We're like, look, you're telling me to keep my head down, but you've bl- you've rigged the building. Yeah, yeah. You ready fucking to explode. Helmet. Yeah, yeah. 
Apparently, a, fe- a female suicide bomber tried to run to the balcony and jump out and detonate her vest whilst flying through the air at the, se- at the, uh, at the um, security lads. What? But that was the plan. But apparently, um, that's metal as fuck, innit? Fuck you! Yeah, yeah. Fuck, boom! Fuck you all. She, uh, she was overcome with the gas and passed out on the way. That's right. That's a response, isn't it? So the sporadic gunfire inside stopped and it went reasonably quiet. So the special ops lads were like, okay, yep. Wicked. That's a green light. This is as quiet as it's going to get. So they started coming in through the roof and coming up through the basement and the and the uh, and the front door. The soldiers had all been assigned specific terrorists to take out, very much the same way as as the um, yeah, yeah. embassy. Uh, the debt, obviously, the people with the detonators are top fucking priority. Yeah, you got to get those too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't rush in either. They moved really, really. Slow. It took them an hour and a half. Of, of sporadic gunfire and fighting to actually reach the auditorium. Mm-hmm. So people are really fucked up here. They're putting in massive amounts of gas. I mean, it has to be. Because if someone in the auditorium is hearing gunfire outside coming closer for an hour and a half, why didn't they detonate? Yeah, yeah. So they must have been dosing the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. So um, they were like uh, taking their time, stepping over trip wires and shit. They didn't want to blow the fucking building up. When they got into the auditorium, snipers had, had taken out most of the terrorists before the military broke through the rear wall. Oh, they'd already been shot sort of thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Once it had quietened down, they just started blasting everyone. Um, hostages said that um, they were half-conscious when it be- when it began, like when they actually came into the into the, um, the seating area. Mm. They said they could hear grenades going off. They called them dazzle grenades. I think they mean flashbangs, you know, them really fucking loud things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely disorientated. Yeah. Dazzle. I'm a bit dazzled. Oh, it's, a bit, it's okay, I'm a bit dazzled, but I'll be okay. Vajazzle grenades. That's what they should go. Vajazzle. So from the outside, loads of explosions. It looks like the Iranian embassy. People are just running, shooting, and the footage is fucking insane. And they didn't get too much resistance in the auditorium. The Spetsnaz soldiers, fucking schmitz, schmitz, schmitz. What did I just say? The Spacks. <laughs> they actually told the hostages, look, once they'd got in, they said, stay where you are, don't fucking move, stay in your seats at all costs whilst we go around carrying out what they called security shots, um, but just just blasting terrorists in the head. Yeah, even if they're dead on the floor, just shooting them again. Just th- 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure execution. The BBC actually reported that two of the terrorists were handcuffed and taken out alive, but the Russians were like, mm, nah, unfortunately, they, uh, they, 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 they actually don't leave fell over they and died. died. They all yeah. died. We're like, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we did that though, though, in the uh, Iranian siege. We killed them all. Yeah, true. So they're doing, the, they're doing the same thing. So once secured, the evacuation could take place and the hostages had to be ca- carried out. This is where you start to get an, uh, a sense of what the gas was actually doing because they were fucking wrecked out of their heads, totally unconscious. Some of them were walking, but the ones that were, most of them were being carried. They had no colour. Look what They looked like they were dead. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just gassed out of their tiny minds, eyes open, and just fucking blank staring. All the terrorists were killed, um, as were somewhere in the region of two to three hundred hostages, right, okay. which is around 15%, which sounds very high considering we were told that pretty much everybody was unconscious. Why so ho- so many hostage deaths? Yeah, yeah. What do you reckon? Why do you reckon that is then? Well, I don't know. It's just you hear, you get because there's so many people. You hear reports, obviously, of people being shot by accident um, for trying to stop the suit. You know, the geezer beating the lady up or whatever he was trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I don't know. It's probably gas to death. But to be fair, but get this. This is what Putin said. He said the hostages who died didn't die from gunshot or gas. 
they died because they didn't know how to act under the circumstances. What the fuck does that mean? Does that mean it's like... Uh, they, they panicked to death. They weren't yeah. shot and they weren't mean? gassed. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's odd, though. It yeah. kind of alludes to the antidote for the gas, sort of. He said that there were medical teams on standby outside with injections or whatever to give to people, but some people didn't want them. Uh. And they... Um, and they ran away, or, or I'm not buying that because most are carried out. I can't see how they could run away. If you it gets really foggy. I mean, they said the gas was harmless. Yeah, and but yeah, it was fucking up a big time. Outside, the uh, the medics, like the paramedics who were on standby, they were expecting gunshot wounds and like potential blast wounds and injuries. They hadn't been told of this key- secret chemical medical gas attack. And when people were, they were like, "What? What did you give them?" We can't help them. What, what is poisoning them? You need to tell us what's poisoning them so we can fucking reverse its effects. We can't help them. Yeah. Most of the hostages died in intensive care in hospital, not from wounds, not from gunshot. Okay. Just from poisoning. Gassed yeah, to yeah. death. Yeah, yeah. It's shocking. So the, like we said at the beginning, official figures, somewhere between 115, 120, but nobody really knows. So when they were asked why so many people died... The Russians were like, um, well, they had pre-existing medical issues. They were all stressed out and they were very hungry and dehydrated. And I kid died. you not. That's yeah, what they yeah. said. Mate, it's shocking. Unconscious hostages were th- literally thrown onto the back of um, of buses waiting to be taken to the hospital. They were just lying on the floor on top of each other, piled up. Man, s- some of them suffocated to death in the, in the buses. How the fuck? fuck? Unbelievable. It's just... It, the, the footage of them in the buses is shot is mad. The thing is, though, I know it's bad that innocent people die because of the gassing, but if they just bowled in, what would they would have done? Well, never Could no it choice. have got worse? Yeah, I think so. So you you got to try and... You, you need to... The event to happen and go, in hindsight, we need to do this. You know what I mean? Hmm. But you don't know what would have happened if they just bowled in. If they, they might have just managed... They might have blown everything up. Yeah, it could have been a thousand people dead, mm-hmm. and you know, a battalion of elite for of elite troops gone. Yeah, you know, you have to think of it like that. It's a, like like in Putin's defence, he does say that they had to act fast because the entire building could have been taken out. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a tricky situation, but I I don't understand why all the terrorists were shot and not handcuffed if they were unconscious. That would have been a, an intel yeah treasure trove, surely. Yeah, that's a good point, but also. Why didn't they go, if they could see the gas coming in, why didn't the Chechens just go, right, fuck this? Yeah. We know what's happening here. Was it a threat of death, sort of uh, hollow? Yeah, were they not planning? I don't know. They're blagging it. Yeah. Who knows? Get this, mate, though, right? Money and, like, whatever valuables were left in the auditorium after the victims were evacuated went missing. (laughs) <laughs> of course it did got yeah. robbed man official reports said that the valuables were stolen by a single FSB officer who unfortunately was later killed in a car crash oh no so we can't do any prosecution mm, bullshit what? bullshit bullshit what it never ends bollocks isn't it it's mad isn't it so did all this stop the Chechenian war as the terrorists hoped Nope, it didn't. Russia actually launched a large-scale offensive throughout Chechnya, which resulted in more deaths. And obviously, people are dying. You're losing your brother, your sister, your mum, your dad. It's just ma- it's it's a terrorist manufacturing line. <laughs> All it does is bring more anger to the Russians. Um, you know what I mean? I think the best thing you can do is is literally try and maybe just literally talk to them. Don't 
fucking hold everyone a hostage because it's just going to piss them off more and they're going to bowl in like they have and do more shit to people. It's so. nuts, isn't it? Fucking terrorists. Chechnyans. Yeah. But, but they were getting battered by the Russians so the Russians are terror. Everyone's a terrorist. There no one go. can win. Every, every country's a terrorist. Everyone's fucking someone. Everyone's trying to fuck someone who then gets fucked who wants to fuck you back. Yeah. Just a big fuck. Fuck planet. Everyone needs snake bites. Yeah. Snake bites all the way from everyone. And they also need social media competitions. Oh, yes. So, um, so we did our little uh, prize draw thing uh, earlier on. And we pulled out a name from the hat. And the name was... Matt Cockrell. Da, 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 da. So, um, um, if you want to message us, mate, um, on you know just Facebook or whatever, um, obviously do it on, you know, inboxes because if you put your address out to everyone else, <laughs> you're yeah. probably gonna get all sorts of shit. Um, and we'll, we'll sort that and we'll get that sent over to. You. Yeah, wicked man. And what we'll also do is um, we'll bang in. I've got a a cunt coloring book here, uh, so you can. We'll rip out a page now. So every social media winner is going to get a, a a cunt to colour in, essentially. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. It's a bit of art. <laughs> so don't be surprised when you get a, a pale vagina through in the post. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something like a, like an episode, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. The, vag- the vaginal poster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that from now on. You'll all get a cunt in the post. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, for saying in the future, just... Um, Keep sharing our so share this episode, yeah. um, and we'll we'll basically put your name in the hat. Some names didn't prop up, um, but I think it's something to do with Facebook privacy settings. So you, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, something like four people shared the last one that we put up, but because your your settings are restricted, we can't see who did it. Um, so so we, yeah, I don't know if it, you, there's a way of doing it so we can see it, but no one else can see it. You know what I mean? So just you let us know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, we'll have to figure it out, but yeah. Okay. So that's that then. Yeah. Till next week. Yeah. Have a good one, everyone. See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye.